Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Let's have a look at the main business stories in the papers and websites, which we will do in the unparalleled company of Aidan Donnelly from Davies. Good morning, Aidan. Good morning, Joseph. How are you? Not too bad. Are you looking forward to the match tomorrow evening or will you be watching? I will be watching and I am looking forward to it. Uh, but as somebody wise once said to me, we haven't won anything yet. So I'm, yeah. ke- I'm keeping very, very stump on it. Absolutely. And you'll be numb, of course, with Heineken by the time the kickoff starts. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's start with Sarah Collins with a piece in the Irish Independent uh, with a story about the budget that the government may not like. Yes, I, I, I share Shane's um, uh, dislike for all of this budget uh, commentary that comes up and hopefully by, as he said, next week it'll be all over. But the, the Nevin Economic Institute, Research Institute were out yesterday and they're saying that the budget uh, next week should favour tax cuts and welfare hikes instead of reducing the, the universal social charge or raising income tax thresholds. And they're really saying that, you know, VAT cuts for consumers and developers are a good idea, but mortgage interest rates relief um, and income tax cuts for landlords are not. And they're saying really what you want to do is to try to target the the redu- or the improvement in, in uh, financial conditions to the, the lower income people. That is, is you know, if you, if you give a universal cut, or a cut to the universal social charge from four and a half to four percent, it gives no benefit to anyone in, earning under 20,000. Um, and you, you only get the max benefit once you start hitting 70,000. They say, you know, you're, you're, you're giving a bigger benefit to, to more well-off. Um, and there's also, you know, what's interesting, I think, is that they're also um, predicting that the economy is going to slow next year, but it will continue to grow. Um, and, um, you know, any risk that there's a, a recession is on the multinational side of it, uh, of the economy, is just going to be a, a statistical thing. OK, well, that's, that's, that's at least something that I mean, we're, unlike so many other European nations that we should avoid recession this year, we will continue growing. Um, Kate Corden in the Arcaden in the Irish Examiner is a story about savings. Yeah, this is an interesting one, I think, because it's Central Statistics Office out uh, uh, came out and, and they looked at the sectoral income data and they've shown that the savings rate in Ireland has crept up to 10.6 compared to 10.3 for the first three months of the, of the year. Um, and I think, you know, what, what's interesting in this regard is we've obviously seen a significant cost of living uh, increase over the last uh, year plus and you would normally I suppose expect people to be saving a little bit less um, as a result of that but I think underlining all of this is is if you think if you go back to what's going on with the housing market and people want to get houses there's an inbuilt need to to get deposits and things like that so you know there isn't the ability to be kind of flahulak and, 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 and have a very low savings rate so when you think about the wider economy even though they, they, you know what's going on with inflation and things like that there is the imperative still to save definitely out there for for many many households yeah of course during lockdowns when you couldn't get out and spend your money the savings rate was well over 20 percent of your income but it's still still at 10 percent that's a substantial amount of money being set aside uh, every month by households interesting to watch that one um, a British bank, Metro Bank, it's in deep trouble, according to a piece in the Irish Times. It certainly is. And if you, if you looked at the share price, I briefly looked at the share price uh, at the start of, of um, September. It was at a pound. I think it's down at, at 40 pence or, or less than 40 pence right now. And really what's going on here is that the, the 
the company has been uh, meeting with the top financial watchdogs in order to try to seek uh, to raise up to £600 million. And they're looking to and sell some of their mortgage book. What they're looking to try to do is, is, is potentially raise about £250 million in equity funding and £350 million in debt. Now, the £250 million of equity funding is nearly three times the market value before the capital raise. So it's going to be hugely dilutive to existing shareholders that are that are there um, and also then in in the current uh, in, environment trying to raise that type of, of um, bond issuance is, might well be difficult as well and you know with interest rates having gone up significantly you'd wonder what sort of a rate uh, they're going to have to pay on this and the final part of it they're looking to sell nearly a third of their mortgage book um, and this all re- revolves around the need to reduce capital requirements um that are in place for all of the banks. So this bank has a fairly checkered uh, history because they were in, in 2019, they were at the, the centre of a, a misreporting scandal and they had materially under-reported the risk of their mortgage book in order to basically boost their profits. And they were fined for it and the chief executive and the finance boss lost um, uh, their job as a result of that. Um, and, but look, it looks very, very different. Now, I wouldn't say that there is a... Um, there is a systemic risk here. I think it's very much a, uh, one, a, bank. A, one bank. And I think, you know, an awful lot of these challenger banks started up over the last kind of decade plus when interest rates were very low and it, may, it, it made it easier to, to run banks. Now that interest rates have gone up, we're, we're starting to see it's uh, not so easy, really. Yeah, indeed. I was looking at their share price and uh, they were valued at uh, almost £40 a share uh, about uh, five years ago, and they're now mm. worth 37 pence. Their market cap uh, at 72 million pounds is roughly yeah. what you earn in a year, um, <laughs> So uh, you could buy well, the bank pretty it's easily. Good, it's 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 a good it's a good uh, example of what I tell people. You know, when they ask me what's the definition of a, of a stock that has fallen ninety percent in value, and I said, well, it's one that falls eighty percent and then halves again. So you just yeah. you you have to bear that in mind. It's incremental falling. Um, yeah. Elon Musk is in trouble with the feds. He certainly is, and um, I suppose we shouldn't really be surprised, should we? But anyway, the, the U.S. Security and Exchange and, and Exchange Commission is basically is going to sue him now because he's refused to testify in an investigation on, on his purchase of, of Twitter stock in 2022. Um, basically, what they tried to do is set up a meeting on the 25th, on the 15th of September, and he and, and served him with a subpoena. But two days before it, he basically turned around and said, "No, I'm not coming." because um, San Francisco doesn't suit me as a, as a location and I want it, I, I don't want to go there. Um, so the SEC have said, well, listen, we've, we've offered you Fort Worth, Texas, which is closer to your home, and we've offered you dates in October, November, and you're still not, even though we've, we've done these acts of good faith, you're still not um, coming to, to meet us. So we're going to start suing you. So. Straight, straight up answer, you know. Yes, I watched that one. I also watched, uh, saw something from Reuters, which said that uh, Elon Musk purchased Twitter, now X, uh, for $44 billion uh, last year, almost 12 months ago, exactly. And it is now valued, according to Reuters, at only $8 billion. Now, that is value destruction. 
That most definitely is. And, and look, with everything that's gone on, we shouldn't be surprised. But I do think, you know, it has a wider issue for the companies that is, that is involved with elsewhere, like the Tesla. And is like that, do you really want somebody like that running uh, um, the company that you're investing in? But it doesn't seem to have a problem uh, for, for Tesla shareholders. Yeah, but he, he may have a problem with the Fed. So let's see how that one plays out. Aidan, thank you so much for your time and your expertise as usual. Have a wonderful weekend and you can start boozing now. Uh, that's Aidan Donnelly there from Dave. Stockbrokers. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.